Welcome back to Inside the Daily Press. On the podcast this week, education and wine. How do these things go together? I'm going to tell you in a second. But before I start, I've got a little trivia question today. And that is, which of the following people came through our local Santa Monica Malibu public school system? Okay, so who came through our schools? First is uh, Dean Kane. Dean Kane. Uh, he was TV Superman. Uh, next would be Robert Downey Jr. And now we all know him as Iron Man. Um, Holly Robinson Pete, co host of CBS's The Talk. Uh, let's not forget about Rob Lowe. He, in my household, they know him as Chris Traeger from Parks and Rec, but he's done a ton of stuff. Um, let's see, Sean Penn. He is a, we know him as a close friend of El Chapo, but he's also a very accomplished actor and director. Probably should have led with that first. Uh, <laughs> Charlie Sheen. Uh, let's see. He he had an awesome exit from Two and a Half Men. Um, Stephen Miller. Let's not forget Stephen Miller. He is the advisor to President Trump. And he grew up in our local north of Montana neighborhood. So the question is, who came through the Santa Monica Malibu school system? And you already know the answer. Everybody. And uh, you probably saw that coming. But the moral of this trivia question is that, with the exception of Stephen Miller, some may say, uh, we produce some great creative people through our public school system. And that's primarily because we have a world-class performing arts, uh, world-class music and language and dance. Um, you name it, we have, we have got it. And uh, these are programs that across the nation and even across California – People are having to give up because they just don't have the funds. Um, little known fact, we spend a little over $10,000 per year per student in California. And that pretty much barely covers the basics. Um, so you're seeing these sports and music and all these programs that I was used to growing up um, in California get just get cut. Uh, so that's sad. But here, Santa Monica, Malibu... We are not cutting these programs. In fact, we fund these programs. Um, pretty unique. The city gives us funding, city of Santa Monica, and that's unheard of. Um, but we also have the Santa Monica Education Foundation, and that is our fundraising machine. And, you know, that's there to make sure we can provide these well-rounded programs at our schools. So... <laughs> On today's podcast, I have Linda Greenberg, who is a longtime friend and the executive director of the Santa Monica Education Foundation. Um, you're not going to find a more tireless fundraiser than Linda, um, and she's just fantastic. So uh, we talk a little bit about what they're, what they're up to, what they fund, um, and some of the big events they have coming up, including the wine auction, which brings me to my second guest, uh, Nina Stewart Furukawa who I see every day because, well, she's my wife. <laughs> and I found out what she's doing on Wednesday nights every, once a month at these wine auction meetings. So she's on the board of the wine advisory board. And uh, she, we talk a little bit about how you can come drink wine with us, eat yourself silly, all while raising money for our schools. So without any further ado, Linda Greenberg and Nina Stewart for Okay, so I'm here with my friend Linda, longtime friend Linda Greenberg. 
who is the executive director of Santa Monica Education Foundation. Did I get that right? You did. Okay. Thank you. All right, that's a lot. That's a that's a huge mouthful of a lot of words, titles, and stuff. Right. Um, but welcome, welcome. Happy to be here, Ross. We are here because we're in the daily press offices because we are having a wine auction planning meeting. You're having a wine auction planning meeting. Yes. Right. Yes. Okay. So this I figured this would be a great time to lay down some stuff about Ed Foundation. A lot of people may or may not know what you guys do. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So let's uh, let's just dive right in. What is the Ed Foundation? So we are here to make sure that every single kid in our Santa Monica Public Schools gets an equitable and excellent education. In the old days, it used to be that certain areas of town who could raise more money through their PTAs would provide wonderful, outstanding programs, and other schools in our wonderful city that couldn't raise as much weren't able to provide this, you know, similar programs. So the school district passed a policy about eight years ago now that said, because they wanted to ensure that all kids had a great education, and so they said that all personnel or programs had to be raised through the Ed Foundation so that every student had access. And I have to tell you, it's been great. We have consistently raised a little bit more every year. Um, We provide things uh, like arts education, um, instructional aids, lots of um, things like STEM and health office specialists and uh, mindfulness and literacy programs, all those things that we want for our kids. Now we can say with a lot of confidence that all kids have those opportunities. Got it. Got it. So why, as, as, a, as a parent in the district, just put one's graduating, so I've been in the district for a while. Okay. Some people may ask, why do we have an Ed Foundation Shouldn't we just be doing this with uh, public school money? Don't we have enough money? Well, sadly, the state doesn't give the district enough money to fund the things that we grew up with when we were kids. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we rely on not only the parent body to help us raise those extra funds, but the community, you know, grandparents of our kids. Grandparents. Grandparents. And that's been really, that's been a fun thing to grow. Just started last year and it's (laughs) growing this year. You have a grandparents club? We do. Wow. We call it the grandparents circle. And uh, more and more grandparents are jumping in and participating because as a grandparent myself, I know that I will do anything for my grandkids. You know, my grandparent, my my parents would do anything for my kids. Right. Like that's that's their favorite little people. I know. Yeah. Can't get enough of them. <laughs> well, that's brilliant. I love that. Yeah. But we, you know, we write some grants to foundations and we also work closely with our corporate heroes in the community. Mm-hmm. And we try to engage more and more of them to invest in our kids because, frankly, it sounds trite, but they are the next generation. They are the next, you know, generation, the future of our community here. Yep. And we want to really make sure that they have a strong foundation when it comes to the curriculum. Okay, and you mentioned things like arts and and wellness or mindfulness. Was it mindfulness? Mindfulness. Okay. And uh, and so we're talking about kind of rounding out that that experience that you know, when I went to high school, there was sports, there was band, there was music programs and all that stuff. But it sounds like to me, correct me if I'm wrong, that some of those programs wouldn't exist if it weren't for you guys. 
That's true. Okay. Um, our annual donations and our Ed Foundation endowments are currently funding $2.7 million in programs in our schools in Santa Monica. Okay. And without that $2.7, you wouldn't have the programs that we're funding. Bottom line. So f- forgive me for, is that a lot of money for relative to where the gap is or what our Well, our I mean, is? you know, if you asked... What else could we do? I'm sure the district would come up with and the parents would want other things as well. So clearly, the more money we raise, the more we can do. Mm-hmm. But $2.7 million is funding a lot of wonderful programs. Um, parents seem to really value the arts in this community. You know that. Yep. We have a lot of um, civic engagement around the arts. So it's thrilling that we have 30 weeks of arts education. That just does not happen in other communities. Right. You know, school districts go through periods of... Um, you know, cuts. They have to make cuts because Mm -hmm. there just isn't enough money. And arts are often the first to go. But our district made a commitment to the arts a long time ago. It's why we have an, uh, we used to have a middle school and an element, I mean, middle school and high school program funded by the district. And now with this extra funding that we get through our annual fund at the foundation, we're able to support elementary arts. And that didn't happen eight years ago. Okay. So you guys fill the gap to round out the programming for the funding that's not there. What about, so when, before the Ed Foundation, we would have a bake sale or we would have a right. t-shirt, uh, whatever. We'd raise mm-hmm. money. So all of that goes into a pool now? No. How does that work? It works this way. So the Ed Foundation, as I said, can raise money for any kind of personnel or program. Okay. So that's basically people. Okay. PTAs and booster groups can raise money for um, equipment and supplies and field trips and assemblies, things like that, the stuff. Mm -hmm. We kind of talk about a staff and stuff model. The Ed Foundation can fund staff. The PTAs can fund stuff. But this is this is exactly what I got wrong in our pre-call. Yes, okay. <laughs> you did. Great. So I don't even know what's going on, and I'm one of the more informed person. Well, the good news is, going. after eight years of doing this, we have really <laughs> been collaborative together. Yeah. We even sent out a joint letter to our families at the beginning of the year, mm-hmm. explaining that both are important to give to because we want to. Not only do we want to provide the program, we want to provide the equipment or supplies you need to have, you know, for that program. Sure. So we send a joint letter out together, and you know it, it's from the PTA president, it's from myself, the executive director of the foundation, and it's from the principal. And we ask them to consider a donation of any amount, and our goal is to uh, get as much participation as we can from our families, because that helps us when we go out to our corporate heroes and ask them to support. I'm often asked, how strongly do your parents support this? How about your staff? Mm-hmm. And so bottom line, we ask everybody. And okay. it's our pleasure to do so because every time we see a kid um, and we go out and visit our programs all the time, they're, they're loving their art class. They're engaged in the restorative justice program at Sam High. You know, kids are benefiting from these programs. And without it, it'd be pretty bland. Yeah. Bottom line. So you can't have a art class without a teacher. Exactly. You can't have an art class without colored pencils exactly I just made that up but yeah no it's whatever true that is you, you need know, brushes both. or right clay. canvases yeah. you need both okay all right so so how do you besides asking everybody so by the way i see i see linda at every civic event <laughs> always asking for money it's great i mean you know someone's got to do it hey listen you're really good at it by the way hey listen my mother who is 87 and actually lives at my house Here's stories. I always say I'm going here, I'm going there. And she literally asked me, 
do people run away when they see you coming? <laughs> and I said, no. And she said, I would. I said, uh, well, people don't. They know I'm asking on behalf of the kids, and that's always a good thing, and I never feel bad about asking well, for them. Well, that's the best way to ask. Exactly. It's okay. for the kids. So besides asking, hey, give me some money, right? how do you make this fundraising effort um, interesting to folks in the community? So really asking people directly is the best way to raise the most money, but we have two um, annual events a year. One of them, I'm about to say, didn't happen this year, so it's not quite an annual event, but we we have a benefit concert. The band Venice is our house band, and probably about 75 to 100 kids participate in that concert got it shout out to mark harris yeah absolutely and all of the venice team they're just amazing they donate all their time and honestly um we bring in a couple headliners through their connections and those kids have a blast they're they get a real life experience of what it's like to be part of a concert a professional concert and what's most stunning is that the headliners kind of are shocked by how great our student musicians and our student choir students are. Mm -hmm. They can't get over it and have the best time. In fact, a couple years ago, we had Rick Springfield as one of our headliners, and our concert was like in March. Uh, And then he contacted us to find out if the Samohai Orchestra was available when he launched his new album, the following January, would they be available? He was going to do a tour called Orchestrating My Life, Mm -hmm. and he went all over the world, and he had professional orchestras backing him up. But when he came to L.A., he uh, hired our Samohai Orchestra. Okay, that's a little known fact. I like that. Isn't that cool? Yeah. The kids loved it, and, and then, uh, what did he do? He actually filmed that opening night, and he allowed Samohai to show that film and kind of experience what happened that evening. And he came and showed up and played a couple songs with the kids after the screening of the film. Yeah. And I'm still like, I get goosebumps when I hear what he said because I listened to it. He basically said that he moved around a lot. He didn't really have a good high school experience. But now Sam Ohio is his high school. Oh. Isn't that wonderful? That's a great story. I know. So who else has, I know there's been some big names and certainly some big hair bands. Yes. From the 80s that yes. have performed at the, uh, oh at my the big concert. Who else has performed? One it? of our biggest supporters has been Jackson Brown. Okay. He, he's really been incredibly generous with his time, and he's great with the kids. We've also had David Crosby. Um, we've had, um, oh, I'm just blanking right now. Hart. Oh, Hart, America. We've had Billy Idol. We have had wonderful performers. Yeah. And we okay. hope to continue that, and hopefully we're going to start looking early now, so if anybody knows of a, a major headliner that would love to support a good cause, they can let us know. Sure. Um, the other amazing uh, event that we have in the spring is our Santa Monica Wine Auction, and uh, this is will be our fifth year. It has, every year it gets better. It has grown in terms of how much money we net from it. Last year we netted $333,000. Wow. I know. And then we're, the Fairmont Miramar Hotel and Bungalows has been such an incredible partner. They uh, donate the space to us. And 
everything we ask for, they're just, what else can we do? They're just so helpful. So they know this is a fun event. They know that this event brings the parent community mm-hmm. as well as some, some of our, you know, active constituents in the city down to their hotel. And uh, it's not always a group that they see. So they really love being part of this. Wow. Yeah. Good, good job, uh, L.S. O'Connor and uh, Michael Dell, right? Yeah, absolutely. Good guys. Yep. Matthew Lehman and Dustin oh, yeah. Peterson. Sure, They're all know, like yeah. just what can they do to make it even better? Right. So yeah, we adore them. They do some good work. We have you mentioned that we have a meeting here tonight. Right. And that is our wine auction board. And this is a fabulous group of people. It's it's a small but mighty group that spends all year figuring out where they can get donations. They go out and get them. We they um, you know, set the caliber of the event. You know, they determine what wines we want there, what wines we don't want there. Uh, they're real, and they it, it's just amazing. They're so committed to making this not only a profitable event, but a really fun event. And that that's just you should well you well, had you, me at fun event yeah <laughs> who turns down <laughs> wine right yeah what is it uh, onophile what is it when oh, you're a wine a weenophile a weenophile yeah well speaking of the wine auction i'd like to dive into a board member of the wine auction committee is that what you're called you're called the wine auction committee we're called the wine advisory board wine advisory board so this is nina stewart furukawa and if you recognize a similarity in our last names it's because this is my wife Hi, Nina. Hi, honey. <laughs> Wait, is that okay? That's fine. Okay, so uh, so Nina is one of the board members that kind of make this whole wine auction thing happen. You know, everybody has different roles, but maybe you could share what your role is and what you're trying to, what you guys are trying to do. What are you guys hustling on? So a few years ago when they started this wine auction, um, they put a call out to parents in the community for to put together a wine advisory board to help um, choose the winemakers and and have connections to wineries and bring um, wineries for tasting tables and also to get donations of wine uh, for the auction, for the silent auction and the live auction. So um, I was in the restaurant business for a long time and I have a real love for wine and I thought, wow, that's a great fun thing to do and I'll get to maybe drink wine with wine lovers once a month and maybe people that have better sellers than I do. So there's <laughs> a little bit of a selfish I, reason. I like that. <laughs> so this is what you're doing on Wednesday nights. Okay, got it. <laughs> well, it's just once a month right now. So Okay. You guys are in charge of organizing this event and then trying to figure out, I guess, curate the, the selection that's presented at this event, right? That's correct. As far as the wine okay. goes. And one of the parents, my kids um, are went to Smash. One's still there in the eighth grade. Um, one That's of weird. The, I have one there in the eighth grade, too. Oh, yeah, really? That's weird. Um, so one of the parents at Smash knew someone at the wine house, and I shop regularly at the wine house and had thought about reaching out to them anyway. Um, but I got a connection, a deeper connection there, and um, thought this. I went and pitched them on the idea of helping us out with this event, and they decided to do it they're local people and um they came in and the first year they you know provided us with i don't know six to eight of the wine tables that we had out of about 15. amongst our connections we've um reached out to people uh in the santa barbara area and central coast 
and in um, Napa, Sonoma, and now we, last year we really kicked up the level of our um, wines that are being poured at the event. Okay. So, so what does that mean? They're harder to find. They're better quality. What is that? Well, some of the wines up? are not necessarily available in the stores. Um, or they're rarely available in the store. Some of them, you know, they may just be restaurants only. They may just be wine clubs only. The chairs of our wine board, you know, wanted to set a high standard. We, So we would try all the wines before inviting them. Um, and the one of the great things I love is that the people that come, the wine vendors, they love the event. We have a really nice crowd. Um, it's beautiful under the fig tree at the Fairmont. And they really love the event, so they're very enthusiastic about doing it. Many of them have been coming back year after year, and we got great feedback. So, And one of the things we tried to do was find wineries that were within maybe a day's driving distance. So we first reached out to Santa Barbara, and now we have a few that come from the Central Coast, which is a little bit further, but still feels like you can go visit them really easily without an airplane Going local. trip. But, um, but we do have, you know, some from up. Uh, Napa, Sonoma. And then we have a, a one distributor, one or two distributors sometimes that bring some really nice things. And as well as the wine house still does, uh, they do a couple of tables. Got it. All right. Well, anything else people need to know about this thing? Just don't miss it. It's a really wonderful event. It raises a lot of money for the kids. It's like one of the best ways to donate money to the school. <laughs> and, and the I... funnest, having been there several times, it was a lot of fun. <laughs> All right. Oh, by the way, when you walk in, you get bubbles oh, at the wine auctions. Got it. Okay. Champagne when you walk in, folks. Okay, back with Linda now. So when do these tickets go on sale? Tickets for this wine auction go on sale March 23rd. Okay. There's three levels of admission. There's a general admission for $200, an early access admission for $250, and this year we're having a very special reserve room, which will cost $350, and you'll get to experience uh, about a dozen of the finest reserve wines uh, that the wine house is helping us find. And all of these uh, wine auction uh, committee members who are wine pros, right? They are so indeed. So this is the real deal, people. They These are, are like indeed. this is the if you're if you love wine, this is it. Yep, it's a great event, and as I said, it brings in a lot of money for our kids. Awesome. Um, when is that? When does it happen? It is on Sunday, May third. Okay, May third. So end of May, beautiful right before Memorial Day. Yep. And I mentioned I started to mention the um, tasting tables around, you know, mm-hmm. with the finest restaurants. So we have about thirty altogether, fifteen food tables and 15 uh, wine tasting tables. Yeah. It's pretty fabulous, so let me I, tell you. I've been to this a few times, and I got to tell you, like, you know, it is like a, it's like a food and wine, I've been to a lot of food and wine events, right? right? Like, I've been to the Granddaddy, the Aspen Food and Wine, but this is like, it's like a localized food and wine event with great wines and killer restaurants. Mm-hmm. And um, what I notice is that like a lot of really great people. The crowd of people that shows up to this are a lot of people I know just from, you know, city council or just from around town or school board members. But the there's a whole second layer of people that I maybe see once a year, or, you know, people that uh, that just support the the Ed Foundation uh-huh. and the schools. And so it's a great 
time to just check in with people I haven't seen in a while. And it, there's always a lot of people I don't know there. So yeah, no, it it's is. Mix. It's depending on if you come early uh, or not. It's anywhere from two to three hours of amazing food and wine tasting experience around the gorgeous fig tree at the Fairmont. And don't you dance? Don't you do well, a dance or something after, there? What after the food and wine <laughs> tasting, we actually go into the ballroom, which is why we're capped at 400 guests, because okay. that's the most you can have there. And uh, we have this fabulous live auction. And again, our wine auction board works hard all year long to get these amazing wines to auction off, these amazing wine experiences. Um, it's just, there's a lot of fun that goes on in that room. We have had dancing in the past. I'm not sure we'll have dancing this year, but I do know that we always bring in some students to feature what the proceeds of the event are actually going to benefit. Okay. And last year, there were tears in, ki- in parents and community members' eyes when we brought fifth grade ballroom dance kids yeah they we we that's one of the things that we fund for all fifth graders in the district ballroom dance and it's always funny we hear this over and over again from parents from the teachers that when the boys and girls go for their first lesson they like have their arms folded and they're on separate the boys are on one side of the room the girls are on the other and the last thing they want to do is dance with each other but they learn been there oh you've been there (laughs) me too actually (laughs) and you know it's adorable because the second time the third definitely by the third time they are dancing they're learning how to be collaborative cooperative socially appropriate and sure. pleasant yep. and it's those are all great things for fifth graders to learn you bet yeah you bet you know what's funny whenever i talk to uh when i when i see antonio shelton at samo high my, my daughter's there and she says how do you know him I was like, <laughs> I danced like with yeah, him. Exactly. At the, at the, at the, oh, he's what else are you gonna do that? You're he, never gonna be exactly. Able to do that. He and the superintendent are yeah. two of the ones that hit the <laughs> dance floor first. It's they funny. love dancing. That's funny. I actually have a great story about a ballroom dance kid, um, because um, there was a student. I won't name which school, um, and he happens to be in a wheelchair, and he was literally so excited about coming to this class week after week. And the principal sat him down and talked to him and said, why are you so happy about this? And he looked at him and he said, you know, really, principal so-and-so, it's because it's the first time anybody's ever clapped for me when I dance. And it just, you know, again, we're about providing these opportunities that are going to stick with the kids. And ultimately, whether it's arts education or ballroom dance or any of these other things we fund, they're going to remember it. And it's going to enhance the experience they have in our public schools. I heard a story that somebody is here on this wine board Mm -hmm. that doesn't have kids in the system. Right. Doesn't have kids at any of the Santa Monica schools. Mm -hmm. And I just find, and and so maybe you could help fill me in on this, but I I heard that he and his wife went to one of the concerts and, and decided, wow, this is amazing, and they didn't live here. That's true. And said, hey, we're gonna join, we're gonna be on a part of this because right. we think it's amazing. And they're here, not tonight, or not yet, um, and they're sitting on this wine board. So you're talking about Jackie and Dave. And in fact, uh, they are on the wine board. Dave is one of our co-chairs, and they lived in Seattle. But they are huge Jackson Brown fans. And when we had our very first concert, 
I get a call one day in the office from this woman who says, I just heard that you're having this concert. How do I get the best tickets? And she was said that she was flying in from Seattle. She wanted to know exactly what time it started, exactly when the doors open. You know, she just was being very careful. These are super fans. Oh, my gosh. They were super fans. (laughs) And I met her that evening and Dave that evening for the first time. Mm -hmm. They had a blast. And they continued to come, even though the next concert wasn't Jackson Brown. They were so blown away by the students and that element of the concert that they just said, sign us up, we're coming to everyone. So they probably came to three or four concerts and uh, one day I get a call from Jackie that uh, they are moving to Santa Monica. They said that we just have to be down there. We love this you know, concert and we're, we're gonna move and Dave can work from anywhere and so we are coming to Santa Monica. Wow. And here's another cool thing you may not know. So. Since then, they have gone on to be part of the wine auction board, as I said. But Jackie also is a volunteer at one of our Title I schools, um, works with a particular teacher in her classroom all year long, once a week. No. Oh. No kids in the system. Wow. Wonderful, amazing people. What a great, what a great uh, you know, Chamber of Commerce story for Santa Monica. Talk or about getting involved, school, right? Yeah, you know. I know. So people get involved with this that have no skin in the game, allegedly, right? Right. Um, okay. What else do we need to talk about? So, well, another important part of the wine, uh, as I mentioned, the wine auction board is responsible for going out there and finding donations, right? One of the things we ask the community for is look in your wine cellars, look in your, you know, closets, find some donations that we can then go ahead and resell at the wine auction. Wow. Yeah. So We're, you want people to go in, find well, that find that wonderful bottle of wine. Right, that they've kept for a long time. Donate that they it. aren't drinking. Yeah. Exactly. And okay. donate it because uh, it's going to turn into dollars for our kids, which turns into programs for our kids. And I will guarantee you this. Nobody remembers how much that bottle of wine costs. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> right? Like, right. Nobody, like... But hey, it's a special bottle of wine, you know, and these folks on the board will know how much that bottle exactly. Of wine is. And you know, the other thing is, if you don't have a bottle of wine in your cellar, or you don't have a wine cellar, you still can go down and buy one from the local wine store, mm-hmm. support the economy that way, and you can donate it to the Ed Foundation, and we will use it for the wine auction. You can. Call the Ed Foundation office at 310-396-4557 and uh, drop it off at 1645 16th Street. Uh, we're there Monday through Friday, 9 to 5. Uh, wow. So we, we hope to make it easy for you. And, we'll and, even come and don't, pick it up, Don't hit Ross. pause. I'll just I'll put all that information in the program notes. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. so that way you guys don't, don't worry yeah. about that. Cause but we really do rely on the community to help us get that wine. Sure, yeah. And buy it in Santa Monica. Yes. If you listen to our last podcast, you guys know that it's very important to buy locally in Santa Monica because part of our taxes go back to the schools on this subject. Literally. Okay. So this is exciting. I am excited to come to the the wine auction this year. I, I... I don't know what level I'm going to come in at, but I know I know some people. <laughs> you do. Um, and uh, I think you know everyone, Ross. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, I am I am so glad you came in today. Um, I think as we get closer, we should do another podcast okay. on like, let's tell people who's coming to the wine auction. Okay. Right. Let's yeah. talk about the We're chefs. Working. Exactly. Let's talk about the wines mm-hmm. and maybe some of the silent auction. That our sounds, silent uh, silent auction items. That sounds great. Okay. 
This Great. is really fun. Yeah. We're really excited. We, we're gearing up for this, and it's literally our most anticipated event of the year. Okay. Great. Uh, Linda Greenberg, Santa Monica Ed Foundation, and uh, thank you all for listening. Thanks for joining us today on Inside the Daily Press. Make sure to subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts, whether that be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or elsewhere. Music for the Inside the Daily Press podcast is brought to you by The Brig Band. The Brig Band is an LA jam band that has been playing live since 2002. Regular members and guests have played professionally with everyone from Miles Davis, Herbie Hancock, and Stevie Wonder, to The Doors, Fishbone, and Steely Dan. To find out where and when you can hear them live, head to thebrigband.com.